Welcome back, episode 16, December 31st, New Year's Eve, last day of 2020, uh, here on the Care Team Podcast, change the way you think, change your life. Uh, and so before we kick it off, I know we were talking about as a team, uh, some of the things we do uh, on New Year's Eve, and uh, I'm just going to quickly lead this off. Uh, team Emory, we are very, uh, we are we are just this side of boring, uh, if not very boring, and uh, so, we, you know. Uh, I know our kiddos, they like to stay up till midnight, and uh, uh, and Jill and I, we really have a, uh, trouble staying up that late. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, so we, we usually get a little bit of a couple party favors, you know, here or there, maybe, you know, $5, $10 target, something like that. And, uh, yeah, so, but, uh, but Lori, I know you had a very, uh, you have a really cool. Oh, yeah, New Year's, New Year's Eve is a big celebration yes. for us. Uh, 22 years ago today, my, my first child, my daughter was born, so we'll be yeah. Happy birthday, that. that's Happy birthday. great. We're going to celebrate by binge watching our favorite show, eating lots of food, cookies, leftovers, all those things. Um, and then that night we'll probably nap. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. I'm pretty sure for the last three years I've fallen asleep before midnight. So I wake up the next day. I'm like, oh, new new year. That's you cool. way and too young for that. <laughs> no. No, I'm not. I'm not. She's telling you by experience okay. that she's not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What about yourself, Tom? Um, we're kind of like you guys. We like to hang out with uh, family and mm-hmm. and just do something. I stay up and watch the ball drop. This year, by the way, it's virtual. There will mm-hmm. be nobody in Times Square. What? And wow. and they're not okay. dropping the actual ball. They're dropping a virtual ball this year. Oh, but okay. I was as you were talking, I was thinking my parents used to go out every New Year's, um, mm-hmm. and they would drop me off at my grandparents with my cousin Amy, and we would hang out and. Uh, Pretend bartend, which is, you know, I'm not recommending that, but that was always <laughs> my grandma and grandpa had a bar, and we would, I remember I had the fake little plastic mustache I would put on mm-hmm. and become the bartender and just thought that was the coolest thing. Little must, umbrellas. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> must have done that for years in a row. And uh, I'm wondering, sitting here right now, wondering why I don't go out every year, but mm-hmm. um, we used to call that amateur night and said all the dangerous drivers are out on New Year's. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, maybe yeah. it's just safer to stay at home. Yeah. I yeah, can't get past the image of you with a plastic mustache. I feel like I need to see this. <laughs> well, on yeah. next week's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so as we go into uh, uh, 2021, we just wanted uh, to talk about as a team, uh, perseverance. Mm-hmm. And we know that there's been a lot in 2020, a lot of, a lot of wonderful things and uh, a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of challenges, a lot of struggles. And so, you know, whether it be a loss or, uh, maybe you're concerned about the the stock market and impact of you know investments or the election pandemic, um, you know protests, isolation, e-learning, murder hornets, uh, and <laughs> or now the vaccines. You know there, there's just a lot that happened in 2020. Uh, yeah. uh, but uh, as we were talking about beforehand, um, I know that uh, you know Tom and Laura, you both brought up a good point that 2020. Um, you know a lot of people see it as a terrible year. But I, I really wanted to capture your all's insight and uh, in some of the conversation we had before the podcast. Yeah. Well, and, and I won't take full credit for this. It was actually um, uh, another staff member that brought it up in a meeting the other day. But um, And I've heard other people talk about this, that we have this magical thinking that by turning a page on a calendar, mm-hmm. things are suddenly going to be different. Um, different good or different bad, but nonetheless that we think it's going to somehow be different. And I know that for a lot of the things that you mentioned, Tommy, there isn't going to be a difference. Yeah. The the pandemic doesn't know that we went from 2020 to 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, 
the election uh, is going to still carry over. You're still going to have people very unhappy or very happy. You're still going to have murder hornets. You're still going to have, <laughs> you know, the, vac- the vaccine we hope is uh, a big help and going to be, but that's mm-hmm. yet to be seen. Yeah. So a lot of these things are not going to change just because the year changes. And that's why I think as a, as a group, we wanted to discuss persevering, mm-hmm. really seeing through, uh, uh, letting our faith see us through what's happening, knowing that there aren't going to be instantaneous changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, for me, I think about, you know, people talk about how bad this year was, how we just need to forget it and move on. And, and it, I don't like to hear people talk about a throwaway year or throwaway time. God doesn't yeah. give us throwaway time. We can mm-hmm. we can learn something. We can grow through through hard times, through bad times, through good times. And it, you know, I just I don't want my children growing up thinking that that there's a certain time of their life that doesn't count, yeah. or certain things we did don't count. We we can learn something through through everything we experience. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and I, uh, I, I really appreciate you guys bringing it up because there's so much truth in that. And and I know Callie, you brought up a good point too. As as we kind of, uh, you know, look forward, you know, as 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 everyone looks forward into 2021, you know, there there's many things, especially on social media, people are just blowing up social media about uh, 2021 this or 2020 that, you know, whatever. Uh, but you brought up a really good perspective earlier. And I, I just want to take a, a moment to talk about that. Is it how some people may not be looking forward to 2021? Yeah, just with this year, like all the change that has happened. And honestly, I know loss has been a huge subject um, this year. And I know that some people look forward to when looking toward 2021, they're very discouraged. They're like, well, I'm afraid of 2021. I'm afraid to learn all these new habits, all these Mm -hmm. new different things that I have to adapt to because of the loss of a family member or like the loss of a child um, a spouse. It's just, it can be really heavy for some people. And, you know, that's just, that's not something I can imagine right now. Um, but I know it can be scary for a lot of people to yeah. look forward to that. Yeah. For me, both of those types of thinking, um, and, and, uh, bear with me here for lack of a better way to say it, but can become magical thinking. You know, it's magic to think that just because 20 becomes 21, that something's going to be different. Mm-hmm. It's also magical to think that we can or cannot do something because of a loss. Uh, it can be magical thinking to think that, well, I can handle this, but I can't handle that. We talked in our last podcast about with Christ, how all things are possible. Mm-hmm. And that's certainly true going forward into 2021 as well. Um, there's a great quote. It's uh, it's attributed to Albert Einstein. I don't know that it, it's his quote, but it says adversity introduces a man to himself. Mm-hmm. And I think about even for those of us who have had a particularly bad 2020, uh, God who loves us and cares for us doesn't waste anything. And that even the adversity we've hit in 2020 can be a gift if we'll look in that for what God is showing us, um, whether that's something about ourselves or about our family or about the world I know there's been so many podcasts and shows and talks about how we've needed to slow down and that even though we know that our God is good and wouldn't allow something just to slow us down, he also uses everything to our advantage if we'll let him. Mm -hmm. And so I just think about let this be an opportunity. People tend to take 
New Year's Eve to reflect on the year, to reflect on themselves, to reflect on goals going into the future. Mm-hmm. Well, well, reflect on what God, what what are God's goals for you? What what was He doing in your life in 2020? You know, we the other thing we talked about last week was uh, that our groups are starting up again January mm-hmm. 11th. Yeah. Um, maybe God is encouraging you to do something different for 2021. And change starts with us. You know, yep. what do I need to change in me? What needs to be different in me? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a character defect, um, a sin that has plagued me a lot of my life. You can come to celebrate recovery and work on any hurt, habit, or hang-up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what kind of changes is God trying to make? Because perseverance doesn't necessarily mean that the status quo has to stay the same. Mm-hmm. Persevering might mean changing and doing something different. Yeah, well, and uh, you know, one of the things that uh, I'm I'm routinely reminded about, and and that God is continually pressing on my heart, is this idea of needing people in my life uh, to to help pour into me, mm. but also to help prune me. And uh, uh, and and that you know, it's that it's hard to say and it's hard to hear, especially you know at least for myself it is, but this idea of like cutting things out. And it's like when you start thinking about, you know, pruning and why we prune things like trees is to help them put effort, you know, towards other things that are, that are more fruitful, that are better, that are more beautiful. And so the same thing is with us. It's like, you know, there, I, I need people in my life to say, Tommy, you need to stop doing that. Tommy, that that's not a, that's not Christ honoring Tommy. That's not good for you. And so, so I can take my effort instead of putting it into those other things, put it in, you know, to where I really need to be putting into it and becoming more Christ-like. And so, yeah, I, I absolutely love that. Let me read um, Romans 5, 3, 3 through 5, because, again, we don't persevere for perseverance sake. Mm-hmm. And I think this scripture tells us that. Um, Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given us. And we were we were discussing this scripture and discussing the, the idea behind this scripture. And we persevere because that builds character. God's God is forming us to Christ-likeness. Mm-hmm. And he wants to make us into a certain type of person. So that's the character that is being built through perseverance. But that's not the end goal. Mm-hmm. The end goal is hope because that hope allows us to basically avail ourselves of God's perfect love. And so why do we persevere? We persevere so that we can embrace God's perfect love. And um, I know that's kind of maybe a, a high theological uh, issue for some people or some hard to understand. But as you push through and that honors God, and God will honor you by forming you and growing you through that process so that then you are able to hope in him mm-hmm. and therefore access his love. And we know that his perfect love casts out any fear. It drives out any negativity in our life. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who are so struggling right now, I hope that gives you a reason to push forward, push through, persevere. And the other thing I wanted to read, because I think it helps me a lot, is what does it even mean to persevere? What's the definition? Yeah. And so this is from Merriam-Webster online. 
To persevere means to persist in a state, enterprise, or undertaking in spite of counter-influences, opposition, or discouragement. Mm -hmm. And when I read that, I went, that's it, right? Who isn't feeling discouraged? Who doesn't feel like there's opposition right now? Pushing through, continuing in your faith, continuing in what you know is right and good, and keeping your mind on those things, despite what's happening in our world, is exactly what God is calling us to yep. right now. Well, and, and one thing, too, is that we, you know, uh, you know, for being honest, we don't even know what 2021 is going to look like. We, right. we, have, we have, I mean, like, if you would have said 2020 was going to look like this, we'd have been like, what? <laughs> Masks. Right. <laughs> you know, right. like, um, but, and so as we were prepped for this today, I was thinking, you know, how can, how can I, uh, prep my, I mean, I shouldn't say prep, but how, how can I, how can I enable myself to persevere, uh, going into, to any new year, you know, 2021 or 2022 or, or, or beyond. And one of the things that just kind of was put on my heart was just diving into scripture and, and equipping us and, and becoming us, becoming, uh, more Christ-like. Uh, I heard a pastor say, um, I don't, I don't remember now when this was, this was like months ago. Uh, but he said, he goes, he was talking about marriage and he said that, you know, what, what your, uh, what your wife doesn't need is a better husband. What your husband doesn't need is a better wife. What your husband or wife needs is a more Christ-centered husband. Or, uh, mm-hmm. or, or I'm sorry, your wife needs a Christ-centered husband. Your husband needs a Christ-centered wife. And so it's like, how can we become more Christ-like? And so, mm-hmm. you know, leaning into 2021, maybe God's pressing that on your heart. And so uh, I remember uh, earlier in the year we did a, a, a whole series on the wisdom books. And so uh, we're definitely not going to cover that here because we don't have time. But but, you know, maybe maybe that's what, you know, maybe that's a good start for you. I know a lot of folks ask, you know, about Bible reading plans and this or that. And and there's some great opportunities with some of the wisdom books. You know, Proverbs is 31 chapters. That's almost one a day. Or, uh, or uh, and then uh, Psalms is 150. So you can do like five a day for a whole month. You know, just and there's just so much wisdom in that's there. Good. Uh, in, in, in the book of Job, we, we, you know, we see how, you know, how he went through so much loss, but then we realize that God is in control or Ecclesiastes. Maybe you're, maybe you're struggling with trying to figure out, uh, you know, finances and, you know, expenditures and, and Ecclesiastes, it, you know, it helps us see that there are many things in this world that are, are vanity. And, uh, or, or maybe one of the other themes as you can see is, uh, in, uh, Ecclesiastes three, the different seasons, you know, uh, I know everybody's heard that song by the birds, turn, 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 but it's like there, there are all these different seasons. And right. uh, and maybe, maybe God is pressing on your heart. I was talking to uh, some folks yesterday uh, about their marriage and, you know, how can they pour into their marriage? And uh, Song of Solomon, we clearly see that, you know, God has a plan for marriage. God designed marriage. Uh, I know the world tells us, you know, what marriage should be like or all the different flavors of marriage. And it's like, no, this is what God has designed for marriage. This is what marriage looks like. And this is uh, how he's planned it out. When you're talking about using scripture to help you persevere, it reminds me that there is importance in not only scripture, prayer, community. Yes. Um, You know, uh, we haven't heard from Callie or Lori in a couple minutes. I wonder if you guys could talk a little bit about, as you think about persevering, what is it that helps you to persevere? How How do you know you're persevering? Who or what do you reach out to to help you to persevere? Talk about that for a couple minutes. Well, as far as who or what I reach out to, usually I start off <laughs> trying to just to do everything myself, like a lot of people. And once I get to the end of my rope, <laughs> that's when I reach out to God and pray. You know, it, sometimes it just it works out that way. But I, I think something that helps me persevere 
is thinking about other times that I had that were hard that I had to press forward that God brought me through. Mm-hmm. And That's I remember good. that he brought me through once. He brought me here. Why would he stop now? Mm-hmm. He's going to be with me. Um, he, he's always going to be there for me to hang on to. I think for me, like, I'm kind of the same. I want to reach out to people, because, but it's like I find a lot of security in, like, my the people that are close to me, like my family and my friends, and it's like instead of going immediately to God, I'm like, well, I'm going to get, like, all this human perspective right. first. <laughs> um, and yeah. it's just more immediate almost. It's like you feel sure. like you're getting an immediate response. So I think that's why I typically just go to, like, my immediate friends and family. And then it's like, you know, sometimes they don't steer you in the right direction because we're human and they want to support you and just tell you to do whatever you want to do sometimes. <laughs> and like, I do have friends that are really good at being objective and like being godly influences in my life. And I'm thankful for that. But, you know, sometimes it's like I kind of just follow the direction of where I want to be. And God's like, you could have saved yourself like all this heartache and like all this <laughs> confusion if you just sort of come to me first and like, I think I've learned a lot this year just about just leaning into what he has to say. And like when I feel like God is prompting my heart to something that I don't try to fight him on it. Because I know sometimes when we get um, responses from God, if we don't like what he's saying, we try to just make it happen anyway. Mm -hmm. I'm very guilty of that. I'm like, well, I... I think this could be good, though. I think it could work. Um, And so, you know, sometimes I do just try to do things my own power. And it's, you know, it's, you know, but also just understanding that God's not going to steer us in a wrong direction. And even through hardship, like you said, like he's shaping us in, but also just understanding that he's going to do what's best for us and what gives him glory. So I think just understanding like the purpose behind it, too. Well, I think you bring up a good point on both sides, and that is I don't think it's wrong to go to family and friends, especially yeah. if those are folks that, that we've trusted in the past. We know that they know and love Jesus. Um, you're right. They're not always going to be right. Um, but we're we're called upon, especially as Christians, to be um, interdependent on one another, uh, to love God with all of our mind, heart, soul, and strength, but to love our neighbor as ourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also something to be said for going straight to God, for having that ability because of Christ and his sacrifice mm-hmm. that we can boldly approach the, th- the throne. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I think about the fact that I'm a, a small speck in an infinite universe and I can boldly approach the throne, that's a pretty big mm-hmm. deal. Uh, and I should be doing that when I because I'm allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to encourage people listening um, that if if you are struggling with even the idea of going into 2021. Um, We know that the rates of suicide and depression are up. We know that mental health in general at one point last year or this year, excuse me, um, there was a shortage of Prozac Mm -hmm. for the first time ever. Uh, We just know there are a lot of people that even this topic of perseverance is probably making you sweat right now. Mm-hmm. I want you to know we're here for you. I want you to know the church is here for you. I want you to know care ministries here for you. I want you to know that Jesus is here for you. And if there's any way that we can help, maybe it's not one of our support groups. Maybe it's getting you connected with a counselor. Maybe it's just simply sitting down and letting you vent 
We'd yep. love to just mm-hmm. sit down and let you talk. That's If you hadn't had that opportunity and you need to do that, we'd love to be able to do that. We absolutely want to pray with you, uh, uh, and we mean with you. We don't want to just pray for you. We want to pray with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just need you to know that that you're not bad. You didn't do something wrong. You're not somehow defective. If you're struggling, you're struggling, and we want to be able to help you. Um, Tommy's going to pray for us here in a couple minutes, and, yeah. and I know that... Um, you know, one of our prayers is is just that uh, sometimes just finding the strength to ask for help is is hard. And uh, but but God will do that, and He'll He'll get you here if that's what you need. But I just as we were, before we got off the air today, I just I really wanted to say that and wanted mm-hmm. to say it in a way that uh, I know I've been at places in my life where I absolutely couldn't get through on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I know, I, I know I'm not on my own. I know God's with me, but sometimes we need that human touch. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we need that hand to reach out. Sometimes we just need to be given permission that it's okay to not be okay. And mm-hmm. it's okay to ask for help. And so if, if that's where this podcast finds you, uh, we're here for you. Absolutely. Well, and, and as we were prepping, uh, I'm so glad you said that because one, one of the things that came to my mind as we were putting this together was, uh, I, I love John 1, 43, uh, and it says, The next day Jesus decided to go to Galilee, and he found Philip and said to him, Follow me. It was just two words, follow me. Mm-hmm. And, we, and we could definitely spend an entire series unpacking, or at least at least one sermon unpacking those two words. Uh, but uh, when I think about follow me as, as a veteran, uh, you know, I was, uh, a, I was part of a baptism yesterday, and the guy came literally from Fort Benning, Georgia, one of the toughest places in the Army. And, uh, and one of the sayings there is, uh, our leadership would say, follow me. You know, we get ready to do something like tough, hard, whatever it is, and they would say, follow me. Our required response was, lead the way. Mm. And so it could be something scary. It could be something like you have no idea, like how long we're going to go for, what, you know, whatever. But you would say, lead the way, and you would follow. Like, And so as we're being prompted, you know, by Christ, you know, when he says just two words, you know, follow me. You know, maybe he's saying to you today, follow me. And he's not giving you any other direction. Yeah. <laughs> it could be scary. How many times are we saying, lead the way? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I, I know that going into 2021, can uh, there's a lot of unknowns, uh, you know, a lot of uh, questions. Uh, you know, there's some excitement, there's but there's also some anxiety too. And so mm-hmm. uh, the importance is just understanding Christ saying, I've got this. Uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you the way. Uh, I need you to follow me. So uh, as we wrap up, I just want to remind our, our, oh, uh, our listeners that uh, – I, w- I was just going to oh. say, Tommy, sorry to interrupt you. Uh, Callie or Lori, any final thoughts before Tommy wraps us up here? Yeah, I, when I was talking about fear, when I was thinking about it, I was just thinking about, like, how can we be encouraged, like, when we're fearful? And mm-hmm. one of the verses that I found to help with that is Deuteronomy 31.8, and it's just talking about how God tells us that he goes before us and he's with us and encourages us not to be afraid or discouraged. That doesn't mean mm-hmm. we won't be afraid or discouraged, but it's just we have that comfort and we have that security that he is with us and he, you know, like with him we don't have to fear things. It doesn't mean we won't, but mm-hmm. he just kind of, you know, tells us to that he's going before us and is with us. Good. Awesome. I love it. Lori? I don't think I have anything. <laughs> I was just thinking the listeners couldn't hear you shaking your yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they don't, they don't see shaking your head. Yeah. Uh, 
All right. Well, <laughs> when we as we uh, close it out, just a reminder: uh, uh, prayer is primary. That, that's the primary way we want to we want to care for folks, and uh, you know we always want to turn it over to God. So, uh, so let's pray. Uh, Father God, uh, we just thank you so much for today. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the freedom to to gather in the name of Christ. Uh, God, I just lift up uh, our team, staff, volunteers, uh, the members of our church, those listening uh, here in the United States, across the globe. Uh, God, I just pray you lift us. Uh, I, I just lift us all up, God. Uh, there, there, there's a lot of questions, a lot of concerns, a lot of anxiety, uh, some excitement about 2021. Uh, but God, we know that you are in control. God, we know you have a plan, and uh, but we know that we're called to follow you and uh, that your plan is, is for our good and for your glory. So God, I just pray that you give us the, the peace and the comfort and discernment as we go forward in 2021. Uh, God, I pray that you give us the, the strength we need to follow you and, 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 and the courage we need to follow you in those moments, God. Because uh, we, we know that... Um, you know, we may not know the, the, the second step, but we know the, the, the first step you're called us to. And so, God, we just want to do that well. Uh, we, we just want to follow you well. We want to become more Christ-like. And, um, yeah, God, we just want to be um, uh, as much like Jesus as we can in all things we do. Uh, God, I pray that in everything we do, we bring honor and glory to you. Uh, amen. Well, a reminder, you guys can join us every Thursday morning, 7 a.m., uh, to catch this episode or others uh, on Amazon Music, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or you can go to monorch.com slash care for more resources. Love you guys. See you next week.